Welcome, everybody, to 2019 Rules of the Arena, episode 17. Yeah, episode 17. Um, Don't look at us for validation. <laughs> Someday we'll you figure it out. You broke my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a really... It's been a long day for Casey. Uh, less of a long day for me. Uh, Grandpa Ben just got out of the nursing home. We finally got clearance for him. <clears throat> finally made it out here. It's true. Glad to have you back. Thank you. Um, I don't know <clears throat> if you're allowed to make Grandpa Ben jokes after today. <laughs> <laughs> After the day you've had today, <laughs> I'm with Casey. I kind of maybe kind of broke uh, Casey's microphone cord. What do you call it, an XR cord? XLR. Yeah. yeah. No. After yeah. after much protest about me, you're like, but I brought my own microphone. <laughs> I bought. Make it work. <laughs> you do it. I, I pulled the Ben and I brought a really fancy microphone that I bought. Thank you, Alicia. You're my favorite. Yeah, but I know how to use mine. <sighs> well, I eventually, well, I know how to use it. I talk into no, it. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> it's the Wizard of Oz across from me over here that does all the magic things. Mm -hmm. Don't all look right. behind the curtain. Um, yeah, just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, don't. <laughs> I'm not very good at following rules. Yeah. You're about as good as Gordon. <laughs> That's not, a low blow. Not, you're not the first to say that. We, uh, I've been here since uh, we did Yeah, so DOO. to be fair, you have done three out of the five. Yeah. Yeah, we did uh, DOO. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, um, we learned that just everything is just two people stacked on top of each other in a trench coat. Yep, and I agreed with Carlos on two different subjects. I'm yeah, so that I mean, really I... means that you have no <laughs> legs to stand on <laughs> yeah. anymore. I need to go rethink my life now. Are you a communist now? Uh, no, not quite. Oh, okay. Uh, no, he just uh, <laughs> hates everything good and just in the world. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, communist. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what did we do? Oh, um, and then we did a new podcast for me. Um, no, you were going to talk about that. Well, no, I'm, well, I'm previewing. I'm not going to really say anything. You specifically told you Casey specifically and I said, not to talk do about not it. say anything about it. Did I say that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because he wanted to talk about it. Self-promotion. <laughs> Shameless. Yes. Um, yeah, new podcast no, coming shame. down the road. Um, don't have a release date at this point that I want to do. Um, still want to hash out a few things on that stuff. Uh, more on my side than Casey's. Casey's been awesome putting up with me and dealing with me. Aside from his bullshit of talking me... <laughs> Yes. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Golf My dick will be available all night long. <laughs> um, what, I think uh, Gordon's preoccupied with his <laughs> thing over here. <laughs> Fooled you. It's Brought not my big. own. <laughs> uh, a little bit, was it? Yeah, is it, no, it was that Wednesday after New Year's. Yep. Um, yeah, we both got too drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Casey somehow managed to liquor me up enough to convince me that I should write a beer recipe, even though I have... I had totally forgotten about that until he kept reminding me. <laughs> he's been talking about it since that day. I feel like he's very excited about it. <clears throat> I'm excited to hear what I've done wrong. Well, <laughs> I, I, I pitched my original idea to the one that I sent you screenshots of um, to Mike at Pitchfork, and he said, oh, you know, you're not too far off. I would just... 
knock this back and adjust this. So I feel less shitty. Yeah. After spending seven hours unknown how many tabs open on my internet browser trying to figure out what the hell yeast and malt do in a brew. And well, one makes the flavor and the well, other one makes alcohol. Yeah. And listening to <laughs> two and a half years of homebrew bound in the process. Uh, that is more impressive that you could listen to Miles that long. Your word's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it wasn't too bad. Um, there's some philosophical differences, though I've kind of come to realize that if the zombie apocalypse happens, happens, I'm going to find Miles, and he's going to be my MacGyver at this yeah. point. Yeah, he, uh, he definitely MacGyvered a bunch of shit together. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna Jerry rig a temp control system for my for my uh, uh, what you well, the mash is it? His mash done, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's doing one gallon batches, man. I'm sorry. It can't be that hard to scale up the electronic side of it. No, thing. no. So, all right, when you're doing a one gallon batch, you're putting in the same time and effort that you're doing that you would do for like a ten gallon batch. Well, why not? Make or a five gallons? gallon batch. <clears throat> like one gallon is just so inefficient. And your your cost savings, you're looking at like ten bucks. It's like you have a two by four in your mouth. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> You're all jealous. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. <laughs> the rest of us aren't compensating so, for anything. Those of you not watching on Twitch or YouTube, this is an Asylum 13 cigar. It's an 80 by 8, I believe. Off the top of my head. Yeah, 80 by 8. Um, and I originally smoked this cigar the first time at my buddy JJ's uh, bachelor party, thinking it was just like a novelty cigar, you know, like the eighty ring Churchill that I've seen before. Like you can kill a horse with that? No, fuck, no. The, no, seriously, Dude, the eighty ring Mr. Churchill Hands is like that. this. It's stupid. You need a, a you need a kickstand out on the front of this thing. And it's like, why? That's stupid. I saw this thing at the cigar shop. I'm like, oh, this is a novelty. I'm going to smoke it and be funny. Blah, blah, blah. And it's actually a really, really nice smoke. <clears throat> it's not too harsh. It It's a Maduro, but it has a nice body to it. And it's a very easy, easy going. Uh, it doesn't kind of kick you in the back of the head at the end of the night with, uh, with the amount of nicotine in it. Um, versus... You know, some other cigars I've had out there. Um, now, Asylum also makes an ogre, which I really want to try. It's a Maduro wrapped with a green leaf. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. I feel like that Barber would just style. Like, cut too close to home for you there, bud. <laughs> Is that kind of like cannibalism? <laughs> like, which of your close relatives got ground up and put into that? Mm, nobody was ground up. It was just cut off. <laughs> Flayed. <laughs> To, to reference the conversation between me and Casey, the other was that was that last week? Mm, that was when I was in Seattle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was. Which I was I so. I was. I was so drunk. So <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I was quite honored to, to receive you got a Casey drunk, drunk call. Yeah. Yeah. After all the high praise, Brian, Brian was pissed that he didn't get one. <laughs> There was, there's actually like a waiting list now of Casey oh. drunk dials. <laughs> it's true. 
We're like, oh, we could still get a drunken call. It was just Casey going. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I, I, I was watching uh, Netflix. I was watching uh, Rogue One for like the fifth time. And I didn't even notice my phone going off. And all of a sudden I go to wrap up the end and I turn my light flashlight on so I can navigate back to my room. And i like, oh, Casey called me. No voicemail. Okay, must not be important. I kind of, the next day, I'm like, he's in C. He was hammered. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, so I was hanging out with a listener that night. Uh, so I, listeners in Seattle? Yeah, so I uh, I went out. I'll wait until <clears throat> Gordon's done uh, throwing static into the microphone. Uh, <laughs> no, so uh, I went out to Seattle just, like, to go out to Seattle. You know, I'd never been. Mm-hmm. Um, and hit the breweries, hit the, uh, like, the big tourist spots and stuff. And then one of our listeners, uh, actually a black belt uh, patron, uh, Andy Thompson, he was like, hey, uh, when you're in Seattle, hit me up. And I'll take you out to some breweries and whatnot. I ended up going to a few breweries, ended up drinking in a horse barn, ended up uh, at like a house party. All right. It was, like a good it was a weird night <clears throat> and just hammered, just absolutely obliterated. We called Rick. Uh, we called Gordon. Uh, <laughs> did you call Morty? We did not call Morty. Damn. Damn it. <laughs> He was more like, oh, geez, Rick, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Seattle was a fun town. I really yeah. liked it. What did you do while you were out there besides the parties? I mean, hitting any no, breweries uh, out there? I know. No, you, yeah, so I, I hit uh, I hit Cloudburst, uh, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. Um, I hit uh, Pike Brewing, uh, which is right in uh, Pike Market. And I went to a brew pub. <laughs> Are you guys? Are you guys okay over there? No, all right. No. Gordon's trying to eat your mic. I mean, I'm just. I'm glad that this isn't my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So uh, then I went. So the the first night I got there, uh, I saw there was a brew pub literally 500 feet from the hotel. So that's where I went, and I sat down, and I was like, "Hey, man, here's what's gonna happen." I just got to town. Um, you guys are two hours ahead of me. I know it's only seven o'clock here. It's nine o'clock at home. I'm dog tired. I'm just gonna sit here and drink until I can't anymore, and then meander back. Can you help me with this problem? <laughs> and so he's like, "Yeah, man, yeah." It was literally his first day. <laughs> And so I had six or eight pints there, had some really good paella. Um, he's also uh, like this dude, he runs a, or he works on a, on like a, one of those like tourist ships that take you out into the bay and like they do like big tour stuff. And he was like, at the end of the night, he like, he gives me his number and he's like, if you want to go on a free boat tour, call this number. I was like, I might. I did not. Because I, w- I, I just didn't have time to go on a boat tour. Don't blame me there. But, I don't know, it would have been fun. But yeah, no, it was a good night. Uh, then the next day, uh, I went to the Starbucks uh, roastery, r- r- reserve roastery, where they do all their uh, special blends. <clears throat> it tastes like Starbucks. Um. <laughs> what? Did you yeah. see where they grind up the unicorns for their... No, they didn't have frappuccino. they didn't have the unicorn grindery there. I was a little disappointed. 
then I hit a few breweries. Had a really a lot of really good seafood. Um, Any highlight beers at those breweries that you went to? Not really. Uh, so Cloudburst is all uh, like East Coast IPAs. Hmm. And so just like juicy and really good. Uh, other than that, it was just like, it all kind of blends together. It's beer. Um, didn't really have anything barrel-aged. Didn't have anything phenomenal. But it was all local. And it all had its own unique flavor. See, I wonder if the like the those West Coast hops that you can get out of it, especially out of the Northeast, or Northwest, excuse me, uh, taste any better or different compared to, you know, I mean, out here you get the mosaic and citra, blah, blah. But, I mean, if you're getting mosaic and citra one, two, or three days old, I wonder well, if it's Well, but see, better. you can't, like, it's, it's all hop contracts. Oh. And so it's all bailed, and, like, so nothing, you're not getting anything super fresh or super different out there. Do they have any hop strains out there that are, you know, not contract that are like, hey, this is what. We I mean, grow. so this it's it's what, it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of like around here where if there's like a small local hop farmer doing stuff, uh, like uh, John, uh, like so somebody like John out there would would sell local hops like that. Sure, but I don't know if honestly, I don't know if I could taste the difference. Nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah. No. Well, but, I suppose that'd be more in the wet hop side of things. Yeah. What I did like is the weather out there. They thought it was cold as shit, but it was 40 degrees. <clears throat> and so, like, I'm walking around, and, like, I have my big winter coat, and I'm like, I over, over. <laughs> like, and so the city is super walkable. Mm-hmm. Like, I walk, I probably walked six, seven miles a day, but, like, it was just, like, well, five blocks to this place, five blocks to this place. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, the only, like the cool only, though. the only issue is, like, there's a big homeless problem, mm-hmm. and it's getting worse, and, like, the property is going up because of all the tech moving up there, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, when I went and visit Louisville, I stayed... Far enough outside of the main drag, the you know the um, um, uh, bourbon bourbon row, I believe is what they call it. bourbon something bourbon lane. Anyway, there's like the main drag I think it's of Bourbon L- Avenue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the main drag of Louisville. I stayed just far enough off there that I didn't have to pay the price tag for it, but I could get a six seven dollar Uber on to the main street. And I could literally, I walked from one end to the other and hit five distilleries that had their kind of their showrooms on that main street and three breweries and um, including uh, the uh, the uh, Louisville Slugger Hall of Flame Hall of Fame. Um, but I'd say the two of my favorites were the Evan Williams experience. Mm-hmm. And then uh, against the Grain Brewery, which is in the the uh, uh, stadium down there, which the beer there was out of this fucking world. And I I talked to the guys. I said, hey, by the way, I'm from Wisconsin. I'm going back home tomorrow. And one of the things we do is we grab bottles from across, you know, outside of our little three state area, and share them with each other. Is there anything you guys have in bottles that aren't released yet that I could bring home? And the guy's like, yeah, hold on. And he comes back with three bombers of shit that's not coming oh, out for like awesome. another two nice. months. And he goes, I didn't sell these to you if anybody asked. Like, <clears throat> mom's a word. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, what beer? I didn't see any beer. One thing I do want to do, I want to give a shout out to uh, Emmett Watson's uh, Oyster Bar. 
best fucking place I ate the entire time I was out there. It's this little dive bar off Pike Market. Fucking when they're at lunch, nobody's there. Because, like, it's, it's tucked away in this, like, weird little corner where, like, homeless people are peeing in the bathrooms. And, like, it's it, it's real, like, dirty and danky. Like, you go in there and it's like uh, Emma's in River Falls. <laughs> but, like the pre-remodel? Pre-remodel. And, but they Is have the, the best oysters in town. Like, See, I'm not. A- great oysters, good, like, cheap. I don't like oysters. But uh, it's a, it's a texture thing. I don't understand. It, it's a weird mouth. Mine is the only time I've liked oysters was at was at Pearl and the Thief when they were well. Now they're in Minneapolis. They used to be in Stillwater. Um, they bought all the paint from my store over there, and so they had me, my manager, and my full timer come down, and they kind of did this cool little sampling of drinks and food, and they're like, oh yeah, here's our spicy oyster shot. And I'm looking at, I see this oyster floating on top of this tomato juice and other things on top of it. And I'm like, well. Mm, they had one that you would like. I'm here. And I, I took it. And there was enough flavor going on with it that it was enough to distract me away from the texture. So they had broiled oysters as well. And I had broiled. Where, so, they, uh, so they took the oyster like you would normally do it. But instead of raw... They put marinara, cheese, and bacon, and then threw it under a broiler. I could get behind that. Right? So you, so you got a little bit of seafood, and then the Italian flavor, and then some bacon. I could Can't definitely get that. behind that. That, mm-hmm. that I think, it would be tasty. Yeah, that and, like, uh, just ice-cold beer. Mm. I was just talking to one of my customers. Um, he was on... Where the hell did he go that they're just... Uh, East Coast somewhere. They're hunting. They're duck hunting. But there's this huge oyster. Oyster. Or uh, clam. One of the two. I think oyster. Oh, Clams would be. Clams. Yeah. Clam bed basically in the sand where the limit is like 12 pounds a day per person. And <laughs> You can not... only have 12 pounds of clams. Yeah. <laughs> in shell. Okay. <laughs> But, I mean, you're not even making a dent in them in this particular oh. area. And it's like a five, six, seven-mile stretch of shoreline. And so you get there before sunrise, before legal hunting. You go dig up as many clams as you can fit in your sack and go back to your blind and sit down and, and shuck and oysters, <laughs> shuck, shuck clams for the rest of the day until you see the ducks flying. And it's like, oh, I don't like clams. But I like eating. Yes. (laughs) And I fidget. So it's like, well, if you're going to take me duck hunting, I have to sit there for four hours. It's like pistachios, but better for you. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, if I eat clams, I can make gains at the gym, and I can fidget at the same time. Well, I suppose. Why not? Like, I mean, clams, so really the only difference between clams and oysters is the shell. Yeah. Like but one, again, it's a texture. I don't like the texture. You don't, you don't like the snotty? No. Mm-hmm. But it's like a shooter. <coughs> Just open your throat. It goes down easy. Yeah. And it's an aphrodisiac, <laughs> Gordon. Like, yeah, because that's mean. what I need, obviously. He's got no use for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems like a personal failing. I live alone, so no. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
There's a question in there. Uh, bah, bah, bah. There's not a question in the chat. Well, there, no, I had a question before <clears throat> I started to, before you went on that, and now I can't remember. I will answer any question you have for me, man. I have a lot of I'll answers. Come back to it. Just, Did you go to LA? Yeah. Uh, no, that is this week. That's coming yep. up this week. Yeah, I'm heading to LA on Friday. Okay. Did you get my message? I sent you. A buddy of mine's a brewer out there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um. He was at Carl Strauss, and now he's at, like, Brewery X or something. Okay. But I don't think they're open. From I thought they were open, and but it seems like they are building the facility. Oh, shit. So they're not even <clears throat> brewing yeah. yet. I don't think so. I think they're just getting their, their yeah. big LA, you spots said? in. Yeah, yeah. How far is L.A. from San Diego? <clears throat> About an hour and a half. Okay. Um, there's a, a joint in the Redlands of California. That is that is not the same area. Yeah, it's that's not, inland. That's inland more. Okay. I think. Anyway, there's a brewery there called Escape Brewing, and my manager's cousin owns and runs that joint. Is it like a brewery and an escape room at the same time? No, no, no. Oh. No, it's just a brewery that Gordon runs. No, and you no, have to they... escape from him. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass. Um, I'm sorry. Everybody thought so that was funny. It, <laughs> His cousin runs more of the business side of things, but the ma- master brewer comes up with really cool names for all the beers, like re- referencing 1970s, 80s bands and and movies and stuff like that. Well, uh, this last spring or early summer, they had Great White Pale Ale or something like that. Well, band Great White actually came to the brewery and played live. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, and they've been wanting to, when I was talking to him and talking to his cousin, they want to set up some sort of beer trade with Pitchfork and them and just trying to coordinate between laws of both states. is yeah. kind of a pain in the arse, but so be it. Yeah, no, like, that's that's really cool. No, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, one one of my goals, like we're talking about 2019, right? Yes. So one of my goals of 2019 is to every month take one trip to someplace I have never been. And so far, uh, I mean, I, I started early by going to Seattle, and then I'm going to LA. Um, I've actually never been to Green Bay. Really? Yeah. So I'm doing that in February. Go to Titletown. Titletown. Oh, Tidletown yep. Brewing. Yeah. Uh, and just south of there, there's Lion's Tail Brewing. It's about 30 minutes south in a town called Nina. Uh, you need to go there. The Nina? Yeah. N-E-E-A-H-A-H. All right. I believe off the top. Or N-E-E-A. Um, anyway. Yeah. And then... Uh, Look Gordon, at Lion's Tail Brewing. You're, uh, you're going to have to start talking to Carlos about producing for the month of May again. Because I'm, I'm off across the pond yet yeah. again. Oh. Yeah, cheating bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go visit Europe for a month because oh, poor me, blah, blah, blah. I have never said poor me about visiting Europe. That sounds like a lot of jealousy, Gordon. Yeah, uh, yeah no, there, there's a lot of uh, uh, quality assurance that needs to happen. <laughs> and I'm the most qualified person to do that. Spearheading the, the expansion into Europe over here and... Uh, <laughs> I have, to, I have to figure out where we're going to set up the BNS office uh, in Europe. <laughs> so I have to do a lot of visiting. I'm checking out Amsterdam this time. Uh, we're going to see if it'll work over there. I don't know. They might not take to us very well. We'll see. <laughs> right. <laughs> if they listen to any of these shows. Well, I suppose Europe is actually listening to Rules Arena. Um 
which I don't know. Casey, I think you, I was talking to you, you got a lot of tra- uh, traction down in Australia. Yeah, no, Australia is on my uh, either late 2019 or early 2020 list. I was looking at my, my social media uh, stats and 7% of the folks that listen or uh, will follow me consistently. Wow. You just you just want to keep uh, Deadpool over here, <coughs> breaking the third wall or fourth, fourth wall. Fourth wall. Great. Yeah, no, there's there's four of them, and if you break oh. the third one, that's still on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking comics, goddammit. it! It's a third wall in comics. Uh, uh, no, no, it's still the fourth one. No, it's not. Yeah, and the fourth wall is the comic panel viewing the viewer. Nobody likes you. Um, except, well, I mean, you're not so seven percent of the people that follow me consistently on Facebook and Instagram and everything actually come out of Russia. Why I don't know because they want else you to, to be the next Donald Trump. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I will not wear a toupee like that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a PP tape? <laughs> <laughs> Had to use the fisheye lens on it. Ben, what have you been up to? <laughs> what a wonderful segue, Gordon. Yeah, thank Good you. Good job. Good job. Been working um, on that one for months. I have had a fantastic uh, Christmas vacation. It was off work for two and a half It doesn't sound like it was weeks. I thought you had some sort of death disease. I did, but, you know, I wasn't at work. So that's all Wait, right. so a death <clears throat> disease is better than work? Yes. I'm so glad you're leaving that job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, just being able to be uh, uh, at my parents at, at uh, the home farm, as it were, and just relax, even though I was dying for most of it, was fantastic. Um, other than the death disease, it was a good preview of you know what life will be like once I'm officially done. I with saw the your university. YouTube video. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <clears throat> where I announced that I'm officially done in two weeks. You're goddamn. I'm gonna spin a can on a. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, that's fantastic. And if anyone else wants to be the uh, unofficial official beer sponsors of uh, In the Shop with Ben and Glenn, we're always open. Uh, so where can people find you on YouTube? Uh, on YouTube, they can find me at Duck Hill Workshop. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Duck Hill Workshop and on Facebook at Duck Hill Workshop. You are super or, consistent. again, uh, on my website at DuckHillWorkshop.com. One of us knows how to run SEO. <laughs> Literally one. Because <laughs> I got told that Blind Ninja Studios was too long for Twitter. It's mm. not too fucking long. Jesus Christ. That's why we went from Blind Ninja. That's why I was actually oh. running late tonight. Is um, ran into a uh, regular up at Pitchfork. Which I one? Seen, uh, Roger. I don't know that one. He comes in for two beers. It's his anyway. Hey. Oh yeah, Roger. Yeah. yeah. Um, he came in, and I hadn't seen him since probably a month and a half, two months before I moved to Spooner. And so we got to talking, and blah, 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 and all. he goes, oh, yeah, I listen to podcasts all the time. I'm like, really? Um, turns out he had a career in uh, computer programming mm-hmm. kind of stuff for the longest time. And so he's way ahead of the game than I've ever been. And he wanted me to do a, uh, a computer programming uh, trivia night. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I told him I would love to, but everybody else would kill me. <laughs> everyone, and literally the score would be like, Roger, all of the answers. Everybody else, So nothing. what's the difference from any other trivia night, though? That's what I want to know. Mm. Somebody else wins. It's true. <laughs> Or gets to um, split. We were pretty so, happy yeah, winning so me and him with 20 points. <laughs> <laughs> Splitting with 20 points. 20 is we, really good. That's we 50%. Tied, we tied when you were there. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We split with another team. Ah. Uh, I'm no, surprised you guys didn't go for the all or nothing. I wanted to. Nobody else at my table did. I wanted to have, be guaranteed beer. I was not risking that. I was willing to risk it. I know you would be. <laughs> yeah, but you could have been guaranteed double beer. <laughs> yeah, see? But I also could have been guaranteed no beer. I said there was no guarantee. You're right. You're yeah. risking guaranteed beer for double beer or no beer. Yeah. I'll take guaranteed beer. We all got a beer. Oh, That's a true. Beer. Yeah. No, it, it worked out really well. Gordon. So anyway, me and him got talking, and I mentioned that to leave for podcast. Bob like, oh, what podcast do you do? And I mentioned DOO and ROA, and yeah, sure enough, he pulls it up on his phone. Oh, hey, look there. Holy shit. That's the fastest anybody has found my show. <laughs> I, I do a really good job to try to hide it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Blind Ninja Studios, um, affiliate shows, scroll, scroll, scroll. Oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pandora, Pandora rejected my application. I totally forgot I submitted a Pandora application. I should probably look at that. They're supposed to contact you. If they didn't, it might not be on there. So I went and searched manually. Nothing there. I've tried to search iHeartRadio on on mobile. No luck. I want to try again on the my Spotify laptop. one's up. Yeah, Spotify's yeah, Spotify up. works. That in... and I've kind of left podcast. Uh, if anyone there is happens to listen to this, uh, your app sucks on mobile. Fix it. So I'm not three episodes deep, and all of a sudden it shuts down for the next two fucking days. When you fix that, I will come back. What, what podcast app do you use? Podcast. Uh, it's called po- or Cashbox. Excuse mm. me. Mm-hmm. And it was great for the first year and a half that I've used it, and then they didn't update. And all of a sudden, I'm like, listen, 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 shut down. Like the whole app crashes. I'm like, really? Come on, guys, fix. Yeah, this. I use Pocket Cast, man. You're on Android, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, now I'm on. Well, now I'm using Spotify because they have all the podcasts I've listened to. That I was on uh, Castbox, so I'm happy there. Um, iTunes. Um, I've had a lot of people come talk to me and say, "Hey, it's great that you're on iTunes now. A lot easier to find you." Um, so You've I'm, been on iTunes since pretty much day one. I, I know that, but it, I'm I'm new. Launched <laughs> <laughs> in March. Like seriously, two thousand people download my episodes. Like what? Nine hundred nineteen nine nine. 1,999 of you didn't have anything better to do that day, or what's going on? Well, um, I mean, that's that's total. So, I yeah. mean, that's across 16 episodes. Yeah, which is... It's 100 downloads. That's about <clears throat> more than 100 an episode. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I I'm was just, expecting, I'm like, saying, one like, download an episode, and that was going to be me. Two, maybe, for my mom, because she's listened <laughs> to, like, three of them. Oh, don't worry. I have them on other download, too. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're up to three listeners. I just programmed a bot. <laughs> I was going to watch it eight I times. I knew that's where the... <laughs> there's my 7% of Russian media coming through. That's what I do with my YouTube videos. I just put them on, pa- on play auto loop uh, in the background when I'm at work. 
That's what's the benefit of having three monitors running. <clears throat> just put them all over here. <laughs> put whatever else I'm doing on top of it and just let them roll. But no, it, it's been fun. Um, for 16 episodes, which were really the only the first, I'd say, five or six that I talked to people beforehand said, yes, I will commit to this at some point. Though, uh, So we have a new intro coming out eventually this year. What? Yes. Yeah, because uh, Brian yelled at Gordon and told him the same thing I told him in the first place. Yeah. And <laughs> Uh, and he decides to listen to Brian and not me. Brian was a little bit more vocal than you were and swore at me a lot until I agreed. Did well, Gordon quit doing the actual speech at the beginning? No, no. no. Yeah, well, he I need, did quit He that. needs to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like, it explains what the podcast is exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I, Brian, who, Brian from Hop and Barrel, uh, episode nine, ten? Uh, just listen to any new episode of Homebrew Bound. Yeah. True. Well, you that can, too. You can listen to some more Brian. Actually, you listen or, to Sober or, Brian and then listen to DOO. And you, can <laughs> Brian. and you could also listen to Rules of the Arena. With Bitmad. Yeah. With Bitmad, which was awesome. Those are um, really Yeah, he was the sandwich boy. Yeah. <laughs> so since you're making yourself a sandwich. Man, <laughs> make everybody a sandwich. Episode 13 was with Brian because it's Brian and then Stonehill with mm-hmm. uh, John and then yep. Bitman. Um, but Brian was a lot of fun to talk to. And he, he, I threw up a post on Instagram like, hey, folks, I'm looking to find guests for 2019. If you're interested, get a hold of me. Or, you know, if you know somebody, take them below, blah, blah. And Brian sent me a message. He go, er, and he said, hey, you know, what are you looking for? What's the podcast about? And I sent him uh, the Man in the Arena speech excerpt. And he goes, holy fuck, that's me. I uh, blah blah. You you got to do that. You have to have that in this. I mean, it, it needs to be that, but shorter. But it needs to be all be there. Blah, blah. <laughs> and this is like a three hour thing between me and him. And I'm like, fine, fine. I'll I'll put it back in the speech. And then I'm thinking, and I started looking at or listening to uh, YouTube videos where people read the same excerpt, and it only took about a minute and change. Not much. You had that. yours done in thirty seconds. But that was only part of it. We cut out a good chunk. That's true. Because and you only wanted to say so many words. And you're like, nobody wants to hear my voice, but I'm going to have a podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> so that's, like, that's a weird juxtaposition, Gordon. So you, you, you don't want to have the yeah. 30 seconds of you being the intro. But you want people to listen. I want to be a host on podcast because I'm banking on the guests talk more than I do. <laughs> um, so then I cornered I, I cornered Brian at, at Hop and Barrel the other day or the other week, and I said, "Hey, uh, Brian, you should really you should be the voice of my intro." He goes, "Oh yeah, okay, cool." <laughs> and actually, through him, uh, he put me in touch with their graphic devi- uh, designer for mm-hmm. Hop and Barrel. Uh, Julie Getz. I really hope I'm saying her name right. Um, her art's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so I shot her a quick email saying, and some rough sketches of design ideas that I have, and said, this is kind of what I just, like, I can't draw stick people if you put a gun to my head. Please fix. And she goes, <clears throat> please fix. Oh. Yeah, and she goes, holy shit, this is like 90% more than what anybody else sends me. This is perfect. <laughs> and sent me three different mock-ups at back. And is I'm, that what you sent Justin and I? Yeah. Huh, yeah. Cool. So I'm like, I'm not married to the color by any stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of trying. I to, like the black and white. I'm glad that like, you yeah. guys are in on the conversation. I'll show you after. The- <laughs> uh, I really like 
I'm trying to pick the, the layout, yeah. not so much yep. the colors. Right. Design. No, no, I understand. They were good. They were really good designs. Mm-hmm. I think you should stay with the black and white color scheme. Well, half of it is for just for uh, marketing purposes. Right. Yeah. The other part is, do I want to do a T-shirt line again with that logo? Yes, you do. Because I want to print it for you. In that case, then yes, I do. Because <laughs> uh, I remember the bills that I've got for printing the other old logos, which I'm happy I did, but at the same time, it's a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, no, we'll get really, really drunk and print all your T-shirts. Wait, you have T-shirt printing? I do. Talk. Yeah. I'm going to figure this shit out. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, Cody and Allison, uh, episode seven, are also interested in that. Sweet. Um, putting their logo on the back, my logo on the front. Mm. Yeah, as long as they're simple, like one color logos, yeah, we can definitely do yeah, it. That's I'm, I'm, I'm way too lazy to try and do a multi-color. I've no, I, I've noticed <laughs> I at this point. Are you doing like screen? Like, and I'm just really curious. Yeah, no, no, Are you no, no, like no. screen printing? Or? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I have a whole full-blown, not just like a, a screen and a table, it's a full t-shirt thing. It's got the... Oh, nice. Yeah. And I, have the, I haven't set it up, but I got the platen to do a, like an all-over print. So it's huge, and you can put, like, a sweatshirt or a, a full T-shirt on and do, like, collar to hem. Nice. <clears throat> so My biggest thing is... Have you is... seen the... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Like, I, just please I, interrupt I, me. I, <laughs> no, I, so uh, Hoff and Barrel has had, like, the on-site T-shirt printing. Really? Have you seen that? No. So, uh, yeah, they, they've had this guy come in, and, like, he has, you know... Like he has like three or four designs that he'll do for that event, mm-hmm. and like just do it on site. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you want this T-shirt? All right, I'll I'll print it up for you. Like, that's I'll awesome. do the screen print right here. Uh-huh. Wait for it to dry, and there you go. Like, that's cool. Which does remind me, I had a few people contact me um, post. Oh fuck, I can't remember what episode that were asking about the arena shirts and sweatshirts and everything they're because so they heard comfy. me mention it. I, they're so comfy. See, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, no, I, what, what's the I'm, sweatshirt that you use? Uh, it's um, not, not Port Authority. I can't remember the name of the company I was using for that. I wasn't happy with the sweatshirt. Um, it didn't hold, The material didn't hold up as well as I, I wanted it to, and it shrunk more than I wanted to, and I didn't like the the the... I guess collars. The cuff. Good, the cuff. good sweatshirts are really fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to go. I was really, I was stupid happy with the t shirts uh, when they mm-hmm. came out. That was a company. Um, I'm loving it. I'm so hungry now. Yeah. I can't think of the, I will think of the name of the company later for the t shirts and Division? No. Anyway, they were the same company for women t-shirts, and I went with Hanes for men's tank tops, um, and those I was really happy with. I wanted to go back to the drawing board with the the uh, sweatshirts, um, the print shop that I was going through, which is actually out of here, out of uh, Rue Falls Imaging World, if mm-hmm. anybody needs uh, shirts from them. They're awesome. Great to work with. They check and double check and triple check with you before they print anything the service is amazing I have nothing wrong to say it bad about them um, uh, but afterwards I had a few people contact me like hey I want to grab a sweatshirt or I want to grab a t-shirt from you where's your store I pulled it down because um, I got into a little bit of a fight with FedEx on shipping and my account with them uh, nothing with you as my customers nothing wrong there 
Um, so I, just I have a story about hand. FedEx for you off the air. Mm, perfect. <laughs> uh, well, I was I was I really happy with that. I can't share because we're not at a legal dispute yet. But <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. No, my friend from college, she was a, my rep for the longest time, and then she got a promotion and she left, and then my new rep never contacted me. And then they're like, oh, you owe us money. I'm like, oh, I'm happy to pay. So I go in the store and I go to pay it. And they're like, oh, you have to go online. I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid since I kind of run the same gambit with my company. And But you can pay in fucking store. So I went home. I go to log in. I'm like, oh, what's your account number? And I plug in my account number. And they're like, no, account found. I'm like, uh, well. Okay. <laughs> You're saying I owe you money under this account number, so fucking log. So hey, if, the, if no account's found and, and no you, money is yeah, owed. no money is owed. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so that's where the fight ended. And I'm kind of done with you, FedEx. So if you're listening, anyone up there that can make things happen, get a hold of me. Uh, I'd be willing to pay my bill. <laughs> I'm done doing work with you. On the record, uh, Blind Studios has nothing to do with FedEx <laughs> one way or another. Uh, we are completely ambivalent. <laughs> and I'm bitter. <laughs> if our and listeners haven't figured that out by now. Yeah. <laughs> and petty. Yes. That's okay. Gordon is just two angry short people. <laughs> in a trench coat. In a trench coat. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a third one wrapped around the middle yeah. to hold them together. <laughs> That's my belt. <laughs> so I pulled the store down. People are asking me about it. And uh, back on November 19th, I want to say, uh, Ben and Justin, who's been on the show before, mm-hmm. came out and helped me. I ran a charity. That was uh, a lot of fun, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I, I had a blast doing it. Uh, a good friend of mine who I had been training in martial arts with and teaching with and watch his kids grow up through that uh, was in a really bad car wreck with his sister and brother-in-law. And so I, he's the kind of guy that would give his shirt off his own back to help you out, and he could know you for 30 seconds. Um, so as soon as I heard what happened, I'm like, I need to do something to help him out. I want to help him out. So we, we organized a little charity event, and Ben and Justin, who I, I messaged immediately, like, hey, I want to put this together. Do you guys don't mind donating, like, three or four prints <laughs> for this event to auction off? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And the two of them show up with, like, 100 goddamn prints. <laughs> That's amazing. It was probably, like, 30 between the two of us. No, it was way more than that. <laughs> A minimum 50. Do you have a check tool? Hmm? For, no. No, god damn it. I don't know where mine is. Oh, I'll just use my pipe. car key. Um, I'll just use my pocket knife. So we did that, and a bunch of other people came together out of the community and helped. <laughs> um, and helped, uh, you know, donate items for this whole thing. I don't thing. want that. It was a huge blast. Uh, the turnout was way better than I could have expected. And I was able to present the money to the family and be like, hey, you know what? It's not enough to pay any bill, but put it away when everything, when you guys are all feeling Dude, better, go so have a good I, time. I don't know if you want to talk about this on air or yeah. not, but I've, I've heard some stories about like some people uh, trying to attach to that from the other side that were... Like it seemed like just like when you do a chariot event, there's these people who like just try to latch on, mm. and 
I didn't have any. The only person. Let's see. Uh, there's only one person that reached out to me. Um, well, two people reached out to me like, hey, I want to get involved. One of them, uh, like, hey, I have these donation ideas, which I do. And I explained it to them. They're like, oh, I thought it was a, I thought it was going to be an auction. I said, no, it's a raffle. She's like, well, hold on. Let me rethink what I want to donate. I'm like, yeah, no, absolutely. So she still brought a bunch of stuff to the table, which okay. I thought was awesome. I had one other person get a hold of me, pissed off that it was not an auction, and told me I need to redo the whole thing a week and a half away from the event. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> since I am such a level-headed person... That is the adjective I would use to describe you. Yes. Um, we had Said words. Nobody <laughs> and hey, the conversation... Dublin? Sure. And the conversation ended with me saying, if you want to run a charity event, go organize the fucking thing yourself. Because um, I was still doing ROA at the time, Rules of the Arena, uh, this show. I work a full-time job. I just moved. I was moving into a new position within my company on top of trying to organize a charitable event for one of my good friends. Yeah, trying to family. contact you in that period of time was a real bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, you, you were in a period of transition. You were doing all of this other stuff. Like, So I was a mildly pissed off when somebody told me that I was doing something wrong uh, when it came to something that I was organizing and volunteering on my own time. Uh, I mean, to be fair, you were probably fucking up somewhere. Uh, oh, absolutely. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That's the first time I've tried to run a charity event. Uh, and I mean, and we didn't have enough space, and like we didn't have enough. I blame name. Pitchfork for not doing the expansion since then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we had plenty of space to set up. We just also some of us showed up with more than we were asked to. Hey, yeah, and it was off the cuff. Um, moving down the road uh it's certainly something i'd like to do if i could get in touch with some sort of nonprofit out there that actually helps people mm -hmm. uh so red cross uh susan coleman and um what's that oh wounded warrior you're all off the gate so go away <laughs> if you're if you're funding millions of dollars into your own pocket pocket you can fuck off i'm not going to deal with you but I mean, local charities. I will if you will uh, donate millions of dollars into my pocket. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, local charities. I will sell out. Um, <laughs> so if you happen to listen to this and you know of a local charity in the Midwest that actually helps people, I have a pile of shirts and, and like two sweatshirts that I'd like to donate. But I'd like to do something like that every year. I think that'd be fun to, you know, a way to draw people together. Uh, and help a local business out, like a local brewery, uh, whether it's Pitchfork, Bridge, Brush River, Hop Marrow, or the case may be. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, despite mm -hmm. all the stress, I'm one of those type that, uh, like, hurry up and wait. And I'm really bad Gordon, at the waiting part. So what I've learned about the past, what, year that we've been working together? Year December. Yeah, okay. December so was the first episode with Ben. So the past year we've been working together is you really I'm a pain like in your ass? No, 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 no. I mean, you are. <laughs> let's not let that let's, one go. Let's not let that one go. But no. You really like to bitch about being busy and like being like, "Oh, I mean, this is a lot of fucking work." But you really like to be 
just have a lot of work going on. Yes, because it's you like fun. you like to bitch about it, but you like the more work you have going on, the happier you are. No, I I relaxed mm-hmm. once, and that was the worst thirty seconds of my life. That's when I get really sick. Like that's whenever I'm. So off work. I mean, yeah. if if you stop complaining about being so busy, I think you'll be a lot happier. No, I'm I'm happy being. You'd busy. probably get less done though. Mm. Eh, no, no, just be busy. Just don't bitch about it. No, if I have that proverbial gun to the back of my head, like I need to get a hundred things done today, I will get them done. I will not be happy until I get them done. Uh, no, and like I'm the same way. I yeah. I have to have at least like ten things to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because if when I, you get bored with one thing, you can yeah, I can just keep moving on to something else. Yep. Like no, I, I spent this past. Uh, the past three weeks. So we have uh, Legends of Lothos on mm-hmm. uh, Department of Defense. Um, since we've been down, um, I have been completely rewriting uh, software on our end to run uh, everything on OBS and Twitch through a like a third party web or like my own website. Mm-hmm. So like I can just like switch camera views and stuff with a nice. button. So I'm hoping I. I'm hoping to make it idiot-proof enough where I can just give that to Gordon. He can switch <laughs> cams and... <laughs> Do you know what happens when you make something idiot-proof? We make a better idiot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what, uh, literally, uh, I came across that when I was... His name is Gordon. Yeah, literally. Well, no, but if I can get it to Gordon and it, works. and it works for him, then I know it's good. Yeah, that's true. That is No, solid. but, and so it's stuff like, like that. Gordon lose at work. I, I just, like, I just keep adding more stuff onto my own plate. Mm-hmm. No, it, well, that's kind of. I'm in the same boat, you know. I'm about to be self-employed, and you, you can. There's two ways to be self-employed. You can sit around and wait for other people to be like, "Hey, do this thing." Yeah, will you come and do this thing? <clears throat> or you can just make stuff. Like, if you're not, it, I feel like being self-employed is kind of a, a perpetual motion machine. If you just, oh god, if you just sit and twiddle your thumbs, nothing happens. Yeah. Like you no, have to I, constantly be making stuff. And I remember and being self employed painting houses for a living. And I had friends like, oh, you can take the night off. But I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, I cannot. And, you know, talking to a lot of my contract, all my contract, all the customers I work with are all self employed. And there's this kind of misnomer that, and Ben, I'm sure you will know, <clears throat> or if not already, uh, you just don't, can't take time off. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't. If you want to take a week off, you work 80 hours on one side and you work 80 hours on the back on the front side of that. And that's this the way it is because it's your name attached to that brand and or you have to or you really have to build it into your schedule. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like if you, you have, if you build it in mm-hmm. and you have to be like, "All right, this this is a thing that I value over being busy." But I'm one of those people who like I don't know. I take I take vacations three days at a time, mm-hmm. and that's enough. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and you have to figure out what's your time. How much time can you do to reset, and and what works for you? Yeah, even my vacations, it's go 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 go. Like sitting on a beach is not a vacation for me. Mm-mm. I need to be experiencing something. Like coming back with a story for the podcast, mm-hmm. or like doing something for work or just furthering myself in some way. Yep. That's what <clears throat> probably this this Christmas break was the least that I've done on a holiday, partly because I was death. You had the death illness. Yeah, I had the death illness, so a lot of that was just living on the couch at my parents. Um 
but at the same time, like I spent all that because they gave me the death illness. I spent a lot of time playing with my niece and nephew. <clears throat> I'm like, well, I guess like you're immune at this point. It's not like I'm going to get you sick. Uh, and if I do, that's just yeah. <laughs> my niece, my niece and nephew yesterday, the two youngest just figure out that I am a jungle gym. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. That that's an experience. Wait, you're a jungle gym. Uh, to them, I am because well, they just figure out I'm strong right enough to throw probably... them around and like catch. <laughs> just them. because I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's fun. But like, f- normally, yeah, f- taking a vacation. Like I would be last year over Christmas vacation, I spent th- three days chainsaw milling, like our first big run of chainsaw milling. And this year, I spent most of that. I was on the couch dying, but I was also um, designing the timber frame uh, cabin that I want to build out of all the trees that are down at my parents' house um, and a little saw yard. I do want to come help you out with that, okay. by the way. Good, because it's a, not fun to do by yourself. <laughs> um, it'll be easier <clears throat> after the lakes. I can't walk on anymore because after catching those two northern yesterday, I kind of got a fish fever. Uh, you want to come up this weekend? No, I don't. I don't enjoy ice fishing. No, it's because nobody does. <laughs> Anybody who says they enjoy ice fishing is lying to no, themselves. No, no. Well, the problem is, so I kind of went in reverse. It's real fun if you <clears throat> catch something. No, I went in the reverse of. So I got invited to uh, the cabin from Brian. At, yeah, yeah. You're going for the frosty. Yeah, and I didn't have any way to stay warm up there, so I'm like, oh, here's this ice fishing brand jacket. It's gonna cost me three months worth of savings. All right, I'm gonna buy it. And then maybe in like next year I will buy the overall bibs to go with it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as my mother, who worries about everything, uh, found out that I'm going to be on a frozen lake, despite there being 14 inches of of ice on the ground or uh, on the lake, she's like, "Hey, you're going to fall." That's through. not a Gordon amount of ice. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Have you seen the scale? Have you seen the 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 cartoon about how thick the ice should be? And it goes like. You know, a person needs three inches of ice, a truck needs eight inches of ice, and like and Godzilla Gordon needs like <laughs> ten feet of ice. Yeah. And then Gordon. Yeah. So my mom for Christmas last year got me the overall bibs. Oh. So this yesterday I was out fishing is with my brother and his yeah, you got a nice two brother in laws. I was sitting on a just a little folding chair, uh like a little camping chair. Out on the ice, the wind's blowing to my back, and I just kind of tucked my collars up over so my ears weren't getting hit. And I had a jig pull in my hand, and it's like, <clears throat> I started to fall asleep. <laughs> I hate the cold. Anything below 72 degrees is too damn cold, and I started to get irritable. I was cozy. The cold is too damn low. <laughs> Is that why you're angry all the time? Yes. Yeah. It's just because it's not 72 or higher? And there's stupid Hey, people. Gordon, move to Florida. No. I was going to say, this is the man who's proud of being from Wisconsin. I am. I am born. It doesn't sound like he is. I don't think so either. So my hatred of cold <laughs> is only second to my hatred of anything south of the Mason-Dixon line. Except for, oh. like, Louisville. So you are straight up doomed never to be happy. Yes. Yes. And you've set yourself up that way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Unless purpose. I had to move to Montana into the Rockies, I can deal with the cold out there. No, I feel like you would still be unhappy. No, no, no. You'd find a way. No, no, no. Because 
There will be no one within like a 15 mile range of me. Oh yeah, no, but then you have to hang out with yourself, which is perfect. No, I which mean, is why I moved. Trust north the rest of, of us. No, no, no. I moved north of eight. We all hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been happier since I moved. No, it's great. neither of we. <laughs> Remember, folks, it's your friends you keep. Dude, you showed up and broke my mic. Like, <laughs> well, but I brought my own. <laughs> Which I had to replace mid-interview. <laughs> well, technically, I broke the cord, not the microphone. Yeah, but it was funnier if I said the one thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, yeah. You know, just, Can I see his microphone, please? Uh, I mean, sure. It's a nice mic. It's a very nice mic. I didn't really think too much of it until I've seen a half dozen different radio and TV shows that have been using the same microphone. I'm like, son of a bitch, that's my microphone. I told you. I told you. Yeah. No, I saw that this was for no, and it, I was super mad. I was super mad when you decided at the last minute and didn't tell me that you were going to actually come through and buy it. Because I fucking want it. It's a no, it's it's a really good mic. You just, I just uh, need you the, need a the, shock mount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you. What and the it shock is, mount, it, like this would fit. That's what I was trying to see. Like it would. I just didn't know how to like in between shows. Yeah. Um, I I couldn't tell you what fucking mic it is. It's just my. <clears> it's an EV RE twenty. That one. Uh, my buddy's wife who works at a university that's getting closed, unfortunately, is selling off their equipment for... <laughs> like, oh, that's tight, but it'll work. <laughs> next to nothing. Yeah. Uh, this is, what, a $700, $800 mic retail? It's like five. That's what you said in the text message, the original message months ago. Regardless, it's a really fucking expensive mic that I got that's for expensive. 250 that's a good price. Yeah, it's a very good price. And I, I that's about half off. You should have bought six of them. They're four fifty they retail. Okay, so I got one for what sixty percent off? I mean, like half. No, yeah. a little more than half. Fifty-five percent. If we're really like, irregardless, you know, had we done that, then everything would have been fine. In hindsight, Next hindsight's time. twenty twenty. Next time on the twenty seventh. No, 20th when I'm here. Yeah. I will be officially unemployed. Sweet. So you're going to be here on the 20th. For He'll be show, fun yeah? employed. Fun employed, yeah. I got to, yeah. Oh, uh, for 2019, uh, guess I have 20 of them lined up already. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about that. Who's coming Let's up? talk about that because we're an hour in. Jeez. <laughs> and we haven't great. talked about anything. anything. <laughs> Which is good. That's fine. That's the whole point of these cigar episodes. I um, thought this was DOO again. <laughs> Casey's over here having flashbacks. <laughs> like, oh no, shit. That that no time well, for the okay. news. <laughs> Casey, mute so, me. So, to my less than dedicated listeners of the show, um, that's what these cigar episodes are going to be—just a chance for us to kind of shoot the shit and relax for a bit. Um, real no point. Um, hopefully, more of you will get on Twitch and talk oh, to I us, and we'd be have happy to readjust to- all this shit. I yes, probably do. Um, a chance for us to just kind of relax and shoot the shit and talk and not have anything really on schedule at all. Um, not that we do anyways. Um, but for 2019, um, people I'm looking to, um, I'm going to talk to All Points North LLC or uh, Kona Joe. He's a He teaches um, 
private security lessons kind of to or corporate security now after retiring from the FBA. FBI. What's the FBA, man? Where's this sesshable uh, stout coming from? It's good. It's really good. Oh, that's right. I have to adjust a bunch of shit because oh, you, you changed really? mics. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You don't have to change anything. <laughs> like, I don't know my fucking board. Fuck you. I'm just, I'm channeling years of musicians <laughs> doing the exact same thing to me. You don't have to change anything. We're just going to bring our own mic. I, I don't like your microphone. I'm going to use my microphone. I'm like, you, you realize that your microphone costs $700 less than the microphone that you were using? Yeah, I like this one better. It, it just my, sounds better. My, 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 I know, and yours sounds, uh, your, yours is, yours nice. like, it sounds very nice, but it's also a pain in the ass on my end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't I'm feel not, like you I'm are. Not, I'm really not. Yeah, I know. I know. So, um, got Joe coming down uh, on the 20th of this month, January. I have uh, Bikers Against Child Abuse Twin Cities chapter coming down in February. I'm fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm stupid excited. I got to meet one of their members, Bull. Um, what kind of bicycle does he ride? Uh, uh, Harley. <laughs> I so want you to ask that question. Well, you know so, I will. I, so what kind of motorized bicycle do you? I'm just gonna. So, bicycle. No, no, I, I, I came across Baca many, many, many years ago, uh, well before meeting Bull, uh, via uh, Facebook and such, and kind of like it was an article through the Chive, I believe. Yeah. Uh, these, you know, these big burly fucking biker, you know, these, you know, armoires of humans. Uh, that get to hang out with these kids that are in less than awesome situations mm -hmm. and kind of help them through while the legal side of things do their course. And I think they're what they do is phenomenal. And when Bull reached out to me and said, hey, I would like to get the guys on the show or get the folks on the show, uh, I'm like, absolutely. That I think that'd be an absolute blast to highlight them. They got approval from their national uh, headquarters to do this, which any media kind of thing has to get approved first. That's awesome. And so they're they, definitely coming to DOO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some stuff that we have to go through over off air with that. Um, uh, but moving forward from there, I have uh, Ben's friend from college, uh, Sam. Uh, oh, yeah. Really? She, yeah. Yeah. She agreed. Sweet. Yeah. I'm excited about that uh, awesome. to pick her brain. Um, mostly I, I kind of uh, uh, strong armed her because somebody else. I had a couple other requests come through like, hey, you need to highlight what, uh, you know, physical exercise does for the mental state of people, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I'm like, well, I'd love to talk about that. I just don't know anyone. And then I screenshot those conversations, sent it to her. And she's like, yeah, I'm down. I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Sammy's um, doing some awesome stuff. And then I have a chiropractor, um, my roommate's old buddy from college. Uh, he's down, I want to say Prescott. Don't quote me on that one. Prescott, Wisconsin. Um, That's not a real place. Yeah. Uh, Carl is his name. He's cool. Got to chat with him. He actually contacted me many, many years ago. Um when I first really launched the arena, like, hey, this is cool shit. Like, I, I really think what you're doing is a cool thing. So I'm stupid happy to get him on the show. I have a company called Farm to Fist. Uh, Karen and her husband Greg up from Pitchwork. 
where they have a hop farm. They do flowers. They do wedding events. Ooh. All sorts of cool shit. Where does the fist come in? Yeah. Do well, they need an event coordinator? Well, farm to fist. Being oh, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more yeah. sense. They do a lot of cool shit. I'm in they're coming in also in February, if I remember correct. No, the way. Yeah, February 10th. Mm, Gordon thought. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Gordon thought about it like he thought about a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's, it's show five. <laughs> I have a power lifter out of Ohio, Joe Sullivan. Um, who, Let me know when uh, the power lifters are coming so I can make sure that Matt's not No, here. he's going to be a Skype interview. Okay. He, okay. Does, he just, so at, in his words, his bicep decided to take a vacation to his shoulder. That he, doesn't make any sense. He had a complete bicep tear. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he's gone out of the competing game. He doesn't have any plans to come to 2019. I kind of shot him an email off the whim. Uh, and said, hey, here's the show. This is what it's based off. I'd really like to have you on. He goes, yeah, sounds fun. I'm like, woo! Uh, he's one of the guys that Justin introduced me to mm, mm-hmm. um, because his stories are hilarious. And I lost about 45 minutes of my life that I'm never going to be- get back to hit one of his stupid jokes uh, about a horse that's heard a band, blah, blah, blah. Everybody in the band gets killed. And then... Did you just ruin one of his jokes? No, no, no. It's a it's a pretty typical vo- joke. And then the horse goes into the bar to get a drink, and the bartender goes, "Why long face?" Ah. It's like <laughs> fuck. It was an Instagram story. So anyway, uh, another band uh, we, me and Ben got to see Swells. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Swell. Swell. Plural. I thought I'm swells. actually wearing their. It no, says it's- Swells the band. Yeah, S. Oh, there's an S. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually wearing their shirt, <laughs> so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Jackass. My bad. Um, I was really drunk. We night. got to talk to them after their show at the Amsterdam here in St. Paul and got to chit-chat a little bit, and I said, hey, you two would be awesome to have on this podcast if you're going to be touring in 2019. I'd love to have you in the studio. If not, let's do a, a Skype. And start chit-chatting for a little bit. They're not going to be up here this year anytime that's really convenient. Um, so they're going to be uh, uh, another Skype interview. I have another... You know what would be really fun? Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm just thinking about this, is to do like a, a, an in-studio session with bands. That's my goal. And Casey's going to be mad because that would require him reconfiguring his console. But No, I'm fine with that. <clears throat> As long as it's not for Gordon at the last second. Like, <laughs> I brought this microphone that I want to use instead of yours. Well, what Casey doesn't remember is when I told him about getting a new microphone, he said bring it down sometime. <clears throat> yeah, I said bring it down sometime. I didn't say Hook it pull up. it out at the last second. And well, well, seeing as I was late to mic check, I didn't really have a good opportunity. Hey, Gordon. Yes, sir. Whose fault is it time. that you were late to mic check? Uh, I'm going to blame Roger. I'm going to blame <laughs> you. So... Anyway, I have another um, uh, massage therapist and uh, physical therapist kind of guy here in Town River Falls. He also did some coaching in Olympic sport. Um, if you have massage therapists come on the show, do we all get like a 10-minute chair massage? That would be awesome. <laughs> he also I mean, does Easton, which is my absolute favorite. Are they bringing their own massage table? Like, I feel like they have to. I'll just lay on the floor. I'll talk to care. him. I'll, I'll shoot a message. Um, I mean, I'll do that. That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting my, my cousin, Eric, down. He runs two physical therapy clinics, both in Spooner and Hayward. 
um, and just be able to pick his. Brain. How does he? Uh, how does he deal with that dichotomy? Uh, like between Spooner. I, and I mean, because because I mean, Spooner sucks, but Hayward magic loves. because he's. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bridge for that too. Mm-hmm. There is. There's a bridge for that. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He. He. They got four kids, and he runs two businesses. It's like, well, you want to be in a show? Are <laughs> two from your... Spooner and two yeah. from Hayward? No. <laughs> <laughs> they build their house on like the county line or something. God damn it! No. <laughs> of course, I mentioned Julie uh, from Gets Design here, uh, oh, downtown oh. Hudson. She's gonna. I'm. Well, I told her she's gonna be on. She doesn't have a choice in the matter now. Um, Carla, I spoke to her, said I would like to have her back on the show again, talk to, because she did a lot of pop-ups and she went to mm, Chicago. Yeah, it seemed like she had a lot of fun when she was on here. So. Yeah, yeah. So she agreed, um, right so on. I'm holding her to it now. Um, I mean, we started calling Carlos Carla, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should also get her to bring her husband, David. Yeah. Um, because he builds, he's also, he's a woodworker and he, uh, builds custom guitar pedals. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Dude's That'd got some blast. absolutely wicked fuzz pedals. Makes me wish I could like actually play guitar. <laughs> so just pretend. Um, there's a bartender. Yeah, bartender that I met uh, because Justin called me at noon <coughs> on a Saturday. Said, "Hey, what are you doing at four o'clock?" Um, I'm still waiting for that cocktail uh, cocktail off on DOO. Like that's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his name's Jake, and literally, I met him because I was at his wedding that afternoon. Because <laughs> Justin called me last minute and said, "Want to go to a wedding?" Like, I go, "Want to be my plus one?" Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, you just have to put out a month, not even later. Uh, Look at that I'm cigar. over at Pearl and the Thief, and Jake's like, "Oh, here's some, here's here's my two notebooks of recipes that I made for cocktails. Tell me what you want." I'm like, uh, "All of them." Oh, yeah. Uh, what's your best pick? And he hands me. He made me. I don't know, eight, ten cocktails. And he goes, "Oh, it's uh, ten bucks." Uh, your life is so hard. Sometimes. Why are you married? It really is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, including he made a. That's why he's married. My favorite, not? Jake. My favorite cocktail that you made and you are going to make here in studio is called the Smoking Jacket. It smells like a really nice, light-bodied, sun-grown cigar, but finishes with notes of caramel. It's awesome. You will like it. You can thank me later. Uh, I got Matt. Do I have to? Matt Large Nuts from Pitchfork. Okay. Um, he's going to come down and talk about his uh, jig and battery business, Energize Outdoors. I got Patty Ryan, uh, owner of Patty Ryan's, Kirk. He's going to come down and talk about what it's like to own a restaurant and all the frustrations that come along with that. Uh, my cousin Eric, uh, another Eric, um, is actually a musician and released his second EP last month. And going to have him down in the studio. I'm going to try to twist him arm into playing something live for us. So uh, you can adjust your microphones for that. I actually have to figure out how to do things for me. Musicians are so picky. <laughs> uh and Mike from Swingbridge, regular, uh, well, right, uh, veteran, I guess, of uh, DOO and Homebrew Bound uh, from Swingbridge Brewery here in River Falls. Uh, we, he agreed to come down last year. I'm not going to hold my breath for this one. Just shit kind of fell apart near the end between my schedule more than his. And so I had to cancel on him. I felt kind of bad. 
Um, I've and, been trying to get him down again for the last six months. He owes me a big favor. I'm going to pull that one in. Okay. All right. So if you pull that favor in, then yeah. I'm going to, I guess, I don't know. I'll deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take advantage of it hard. I mean, if you're coming down for this show. I come I mean, down for these, these six. six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do a marathon day. And then I ha- um during the interview with He's John sauce by yours. Yeah. During the That's uh, the point. Yes. <laughs> uh that interview with John from Stonehill. Mm-hmm. Uh, he brought up Eric from St. Croix Valley Hop Farm Ooh. quite a few times. And so I actually bumped into John at Pitchfork and said, You are the number one listened to episode uh to date so far out of all oh, sixteen. Nothing spectacular, but he w- he had a good time, and I mentioned I'd like to have him on and Eric on again and kind of dwelled more into Eric's side of things and also that trip that they took down to Chile, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Chile. Go more in depth on that. Um, I thought that was an absolute blast. I had a blast learning. I I learned a shitload about hops. So. That was good. That was a really good episode. It was I, amazing how good that episode with yeah. no prepared questions. I, yeah. Well, I need to get him the, on for Homebrew Bound. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also got to get. I also need to talk to uh, the honey guy. I can't remember mm-hmm. his name. Tom. Tom. Tom yeah, I got to talk to Tom. Tom, because we're gonna do some uh, mead stuff. Yeah. In the near um, future. Where is Tom's? Um, he's in Stillwater. Based in Stillwater, but his where he grows uh, or where he harvests the honey. Where he grows not, the honey. Yeah, where he grows it. Uh, he his land is farther north. Okay. Uh, closer to North yeah. Dakota, South Dakota, something oh, like wow. that. Um, oh, I got, so way up there. Yeah. <clears throat> um there there's some stuff I can tell you off air. Um uh I got someone else I, he's, something too. I can't right. say anything until he gives me a green light on some stuff. Uh and then also my tattoo artist who owns Aloha Art Collective Ooh. in Woodbury and his number one artist well, my opinion, number one artist. I don't know if how the rating goes over there. Uh, Tony side. So sideshow Tony, uh, you can follow him on Instagram. Uh, does some, both of them do fantastic work. I've started following Tony shortly after my Justin, who's been on episode one and whatever cocktail episode that we did with Mike. I want to say eight, nine, maybe 10, something like that. Do you remember Casey? I no. Anyway, um, Justin was at the shop as the piercer for a long time, and he's actually the one that recommended me to go see Aaron and to- or Tony for my newest tattoo. I've been working with Aaron on this piece. I want to work with Tony on another piece, but seeing the work that Tony does in shop and then following him on social media is phenomenal. And I think to talk to Aaron as a tattoo artist and business owner as well, and he also has a background in kickboxing and surfing shit. and all sorts of weird shit because the guy's insane. And then Tony, as just an artist who managed to monetize what he does, mm-hmm. I think will mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. It'll be awesome. Um, Can we get tattoos on air? Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I mean... And I don't know if it's necessarily legal. Why wouldn't it be legal? San- because of the sanitation side of things. If he's not doing it as part of a parlor and it's a promotional event, they can do it pretty much anywhere, I think. I'll, I would volunteer as tribute to crime okay, in the corner. As <laughs> far as personal health goes, because I've had a bacterial infection due to... Oh, you know, as personal health goes, like, that's completely different than legal. <laughs> <laughs> this is America, Gordon. 
Personal health doesn't matter. Are you sure that the bacterial infection you acquired was from your tattoo and not, and from, not from the act? giant yes. dick in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> it's an Asylum 13 cigar. <laughs> I was going to reference other events. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going into that. <laughs> That's why I cut you off. Uh, I don't. I didn't know that at the time. No, but that's no. What I'm going with so. <laughs> no, I had a the after I got my first tattoo done with Aaron, uh, mm-hmm. my tattoo got infected. No, by no fault at all by them. Uh, my bandage started to come up and peel up a little bit, and that's where it happened to get infected, mm-hmm. and it caused some issues. Down all right, the road. Gordon, we're at like one fifteen. Should we wrap up? We can. Do you want to? I mean, I still got like another half hour <laughs> cigar left. I mean, yeah, but we don't need to record that. It could be and fun. It's ten thirty. I've I'm been recording sorry, since what, three. The nurses call already from the home, dude. I have a shelf life. I've like been Cinderella, man. <laughs> I've literally been in this chair <laughs> since three fifteen. <laughs> oh shit. Gotta, okay, that's nothing. You still got to drive back to Spooner. It's only an hour and a half. Does the Spooner suck or blow? Uh, <laughs> I believe blow. it sucks. No, no. Hayward sucks. Spooner, Spooner blows. blows. That's um, right. You get it right. Yeah. I was wrong. Jesus too. Christ. The bridge is important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can wrap up. Thanks again, folks. Uh, welcome to 2019 of Rules of Three Rules of the Arena. Uh, look forward to bringing in more episodes, more than 16 this year. Hopefully, fingers crossed, as long as... We're going to get 17. Out. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you're more than welcome to reach me out on Facebook and Instagram at Built in the Arena, or email me at roainfo at gmail.com. Look forward to it. See you next time. <laughs>